Rowan Thorby presents Victoria's Landing, Episode 1, A New Port. This isn't working. Shit. Jenny! Hello, my duck. I know this is uh, different from a letter, but I've got a good reason, though. Don't you worry. I went to the market here, found a load of tapes, all different types. So I thought to myself, Arno, you can send her music and send her love at the same time. No, 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 shoot! Back, bloody bird! Sorry about that. Damn gulls keep trying to get in. I'm right along the docks under the constant threat of invasion. It's not all bad though. I've got a great view of the docks here. I'm pretty much on them. If I wanted, I could probably throw something onto one of the ships I'm that close. I never told you where I ended up after we parted ways. I found myself in a little port town called Victoria's Landing. I've never heard of this place before. I really thought I would, since it seems pretty busy. I know most of the ports around England. The big ones, at least. Even a few French and Dutch ones, but this place? Nah. I brought a shipping map, thought I could find the place, but the thing's so old it's useless. It weren't there. I've got a theory on why, though. Do you want to hear it? I think this place is some sort of old World War II port, and the reason why it wasn't on that map is for security reasons. You know, so Germans wouldn't just be able to grab a map and know where all our key ports were. Maybe we kept a lot of resources here, or boats, or some other reason to keep it secret. Quitting smoking hasn't gone as well as I hoped it would, but you'll be happy to know that I'm down to one a day instead of my usual amount. Don't even want to think about how many I used to smoke. It's going to make me want to have another. Anyway, Victoria's Landing. Yeah. What the hell is there to talk about? Well, there is this huge shipping museum. Got a few old boats preserved and even a proper wooden sailing ship they used to keep out on the water. Like that one in London we went to on our first date. I went in there the other day and it was about as dull as I thought it would be. I'm sure you would have loved it though. All tidbits and notes about the boats and the history, what they shipped, who captained them. I was really hoping to find out more about the town though. When I asked the curator he just said that more people are interested in the ships than come into town. He did mention one exhibit, but... Well, the curator was really weird. He was an older guy, probably in his 80s or older. Looked like he was straight out of a Lovecraft book. Great big beard and pale skin like paper and these huge black spectacles I thought you only saw in movies. When I was walking around and stuff, I'd notice him just watching through a display case or in the distance behind me. I didn't want to say anything to him, though. I just didn't want to be rude. Probably just a lonely guy, you know? Anyway, I've talked enough. I'll let you enjoy the rest of the... Oh, shit! I'm coming! Hold on! Uh, hello. Something you needed? Arno, Arno, Arno. Don't tell me you forgot already. What are you talking about? You did! Ha! I thought you had. Did I promise you something? There you go. You got it. You said yesterday you'd come and help me out. I can't do all this lifting myself. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Well, let me just finish up here and I'll... Oh, is that a tape player? Are you listening to music? Uh, no, no, no. It's a recorder, you know, for Jenny. Oh, that's so sweet of you. I wish I could have heard my sweetheart's voice when I was younger. I only ever got letters. Yeah, just give me a couple of minutes. I just need to say my goodbyes and such. Did you mean to leave it running, Arnie? It is. Oh, shit. Bugger, I don't think I can cut this. Oh, that's okay. I can introduce myself to your lovely now. Oh, that's really okay. I was just finished. Hello, my dear. My name is Elsie, and I am the landlady and proud owner of the Dockers Inn. Thanks. I'm sure Jenny will appreciate it. Young Arno it. here has been at my establishment for oh, a week now. I must say, he's a very helpful man. He's been helping me with odd jobs around the inn. Mostly manual labour, like heavy lifting and the like. Speaking of, have you managed to find a proper job yet? That's on my to-do list. You'd better make sure it's at the top. Rent's due on the first, you know. Yeah, I remember. So, what are you telling Jenny, then? Well, just, you know, basic things about the museum and what the town's like and... Uh, oh, what about the fog? I didn't think she'd be interested. Pirate's Rock? Um, no. At the very least, you told her about the fortress. There's a fortress here. Of course there is. It's right on the hill above town. You can see it, too. I just thought that was a rock. I see. It's good that I came by, otherwise you'd have nothing to talk about. Shall I tell her about the fog wall, then? Well, do I have much choice? Of course you do. Besides, Jenny loves history, doesn't she? She'll just love this. All right. Talk away. So our little town has a huge wall of fog that surrounds this entire bay that never lets up, rain nor shine. Well, do you know why? Oh, who knows? It's been that way as long as I can remember. A perpetually foggy sky with a cold breeze. I remember being a young girl, watching the old lighthouse's beam shine round and round, drawing ships like a moth. Well, there are a lot of accidents, you know, because of the fog. Oh, there were at first, but now it's quite the opposite. Because of all the fog, the incoming ships know to take it slow, or they'll plough right into the rocks. You know, we had this young meteorite come by. Do you mean a meteorologist? Came by and did a study on that fog. He called it, oh, what did he say? A freak fog cell? I can't really remember. All happened a good few years ago now. Poor lad. Well, did something happen to him? Oh, yes, yes. That poor man, the lighthouse, died when he was out studying the wall. Only thing we found was his rowing boat and some soggy notebooks. Oh, jeez. Poor guy. It was. He was such a nice boy. He didn't even finish paying rent either. He stayed here? In this very room. Wow. Uh, what a story. Thanks for that, Elsie. But I better finish this up, otherwise Jenny's going to have a really long tape. <laughs> of course, of course. I'll leave you to it. Oh, um, that reminds me. A man came by for you. Who? I didn't catch his name, but he wore blue and had a silly feather sticking out the top of his hat. Oh, right. A friend of yours? Uh, no. He's just a person I've done business with. Might have a job. No, I see, I see. Uh, shall I send him up next time? No, 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 please, no. Don't worry. It's just... Uh, it doesn't matter. Just don't send him up. Oh, OK, OK, my dear. I'll be waiting for you downstairs. And that was Elsie. She's friendly enough, but she must have grown up before personal space was invented. She's always coming up and just walking in without asking. I need to talk to her about that. All up my door.
Yeah, she revealed it for me. I'm kind of in between jobs at the moment. When I arrived here, the captain of the ship I was on dropped everyone and went into dry dock. I tried to find the captain to see if I could get work when he's going to leave, but they're gone. Probably in a bar I don't know about, or maybe they live here and they're hiding in their home. So I've been trying to find work somewhere in town or aboard another boat, but most places just aren't hiring at the moment or have enough crew. And that, that leads me to my next point. This room, as shit as it is, ain't cheap at all. I had to put down this expensive deposit and I didn't even have enough money. Well, then I met this this guy in one of the bars and he was really nice, listened to me the entire time, told him my troubles, he bought me a beer and gave me some suggestions about where I could get a job. He even said I could stay here because it's cheap. When I told him I had no cash left, he said he could help me out. I should have known better. Fuck, I should have known better. Now that weirdo knows where I live, and I keep avoiding him because I ain't got the cash. God damn, I'm such an idiot, Jenny. I've got money, but I can't even get to it because this place ain't got a bank or a proper phone line. I can't even get a damn job in this town. It ain't the end of the world, I suppose. Elsie is, a. Uh... Letting me stay here for a reduced rent, if I help her out now and then. Not free, but it's not too bad. But I can't rely on her forever. I'm going to head to the dockmaster tomorrow and ask, no, demand a job from him. I've got experience. I know what I'm doing. Hell, I've worked on more ships than he's probably seen. No way he could turn me down. I suppose I could be in worse ports. At least I can talk to people around here or get half-decent beer, but... I feel like an outcast. You walk down the street and sure, people nod and smile at you, but they also just stare. Someone even used my name the other day and I'm sure I didn't know him. Weird. It's just weird. Like Elsie. I didn't tell her that you liked history. So was she just eavesdropping outside my door or... You know what? Let me just check. Alright, suspicion settled. She weren't there, but I'm sure I didn't tell her that much about you. Yeah, I mentioned your name and where you were, but whatever, maybe I just forgot. You're probably running out of time to listen to this, Jen, so I'm going to cut it off here. I love you. I love you so damn much. I can't wait to see you. I hope you enjoy the music, whatever's on this tape. Victoria's Landing is licensed under a attribution, non-commercial, share-alike 4.0 international license. Today's episode was written, directed and produced by Rowan Felby. This episode featured Ashley Foster as Arno and Sybil Jane Edgar as Elsie. Music produced by Ashley Foster. For a full list of sound effects used in this episode, please see the link in the description. Thank you for listening to Victoria's Landing.